grace for finances. You're welcome to the Father's House Church podcast. Listen to Apostle Richard Udo as he teaches God's word with insight and wisdom. Stay tuned and be blessed. Grace for finances. Amen. There's a grace that makes rich. The grace is contacted. The grace was on the Lord Jesus Christ and he made this available unto us. He has anointed his ministers, some very specially, to impact that grace, to lift the poor out of the dunghill and set them among the princes, even the princes of his people. Now, to this end, I believe that that grace, I believe it because I have three different evidences. I believe that grace came upon me recently in a new way. Psalm 91. It says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall do what? Abide under the shadow of the Almighty. When he dwells there, There is no saying that he has left that place. Are you following me? Let's go to the next verse. I will say of the Lord, he is what? My refuge and my fortress. In him will I what? Trust. The next one. Surely. Stop there. What has the Father got to do with the shadow of the Almighty? But the man is under the shadow of the Almighty. Why is he under any attack? The fact that you are under the covering of the Almighty does not mean that you will not be attempted or you will not be attacked. But the Bible says, many are the afflictions of what? The righteous. But the Lord God does what? Delivered him from them all. He said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is what? The strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When my enemies, even my foes, shall come to eat up my flesh, they shall what? Stumble and they shall what? Fall. But he's still under the secret place. Are you following me? Let me go to what I want to talk about. Go home and read Psalm 91. When you are there, it says you will see things happen. A thousand shall fall at where? You're right. And ten thousand where? But you shall know what? Only with your eyes. When he's falling... It's not that you will not hear the voo. Voo. They will do as if they are almost piercing you, but he's not piercing you. Because if he pierces you, you won't be there to tell the story. 
Praise God. Let's go on. Grace for finances. Please don't mind me. There are many things going on on my mind at this time. Amen. My heart is indicted on a good matter. And I know that I have been with him. Praise God. Please, by way of announcement, I want to say this. Let's be careful how we talk. Are you with me? Please be careful how you talk. Be very, very careful. Grace for finances. Amen. I want to begin by talking about wrong attitudes to money. Turn with me your Bible to First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. First Timothy 6, 10. Hallelujah. It says, for the love of money is the root of all evil. I'm reading King James. Which while some coveted after, note those phrases, coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. The NIV says, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith, wandered, wanting in law, shako, wandered from the faith, and pierced themselves with many griefs. The New Living Translation says, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some and some people, so, and some people craving, not that we're craving, Craving is an intense desire for something. Craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. The Berean Study Bible says, For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. By craving it, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. God's word translation says, certainly, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people who have set their hearts on getting rich, let me add, by all means, have wandered away from the Christian faith and have caused themselves a lot of grief. Father, bless this your word in Jesus' name. Let me quickly make some statements about money. Twelve things I want to quickly say before I get into the body of the message. One, God is not against you having money. As a matter of fact, God wants you to be comfortable. He wants you to have money. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 17. Isaiah 45 verse 1 to 7. Isaiah 61 from verse 1 to 6. All talked of the fact that it is God's desire to bless his people. Zechariah 1.17 says, My city's true prosperity shall yet be spread abroad. There shall be comfort in Zion because I have chosen her, of chosen Jerusalem. He said, Cry yet saying, Thus saith the Lord God, My city's true prosperity shall yet spread, be spread abroad. And the Lord shall yet comfort Zion 
and shall yet choose Jerusalem. We are going to print tracts. We are going to do a lot of things. I don't go to a printer and say, I'm a pastor. Print this for me. No. The printer will tell you, I'm a printer. I buy paper. I buy ink. I sell it to my machine. Pay for it. Even if it's a tongue-talking printer like me. Are you following what I'm saying? So, in order for the church to be planted, churches to be planted, in order for missions to be sent, or missionaries to be sent out, we need money. And so we must understand that God is interested in us having it, but not the other way around, money having us. Number two, money is a tool. Money is a test. Money is a trial. On either way, you'll find yourself. You have, you don't have. Those three things work. Number four, money exposes the true character of a person. Give the person access to large sums of money. It will reveal the heart of that person. Money is an amplifier of who you are. If you're a wicked man, money in your hands will make you more wicked. Because by your, in your wickedness, you can buy your way and think it is so. If you're a greedy man, money will make you more greedy. If you're a proud man, you will get prouder if there's anything like that. By reason of money in your hands. And it's very common with our brethren from the east. When we go for family meeting, because uh, number six or number seven has more, you know, uh, the number one is, so you say, shut up. What is speaking? Money speaking. Money in your hands show you who you are. Your husband pretends to be a humble man. Let him have some money. Then you will truly know if he's humble. Your wife pretends to be very sweet, 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 but let her begin to earn more than you. You will know. Oh, yes. I don't see small, though. One would say, if I don't go out to work, will you eat? <laughs> to your husband. Praise God. If you are generous, money in your hands will make you more generous. If you are stingy, money in your hands will make you what? <laughs> Thank God for internet banking. Some people will just press, 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 press. Is there? Okay, okay, okay. They will go again, press, press, press. Is there? Ah, okay. Hey, what's the name? I don't want to call a particular name so that you won't sectionalize it. Amen. Where is the money you are supposed to have paid into my account? You have not paid it all. Oh, boy, you are joking with me. Don't let me show you. Money speaking. Somebody said, money takes on the character of the holder. <laughs> Even King Solomon said, in a feast, money answers what? All things. He gives explanation. Thank you for listening to today's message from the Father's House Church. Join us same time next week. 
Kindly follow our social media platforms, TFHC Online on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, TFHCNG on Instagram.